0: Morgans, AM, your pre market briefing. US equity markets rallied on Friday to cap their best weekly performance of the year after a softer than expected October jobs report pushed Treasury yields further lower. The Dow climbed 222 points or 0.7%, with Goldman Sachs Group up 4.4%, the leading performer in the 30 stock index. The broader S&P 500 rose 0.9% with real estate up 2.4%, sitting near the top of the primary sector leaderboard for a second straight session and leading 10 of the 11 primary sectors higher. Energy down 1% was the only primary sector to settle in the red on Friday. The Nasdaq rose 1.4%, the small capitalisation Russell 2000 index jumped 2.7%. Carvana Inc rallied 7.9% after the used car retailer posted a stronger than expected Third quarter result after the close of last Thursday's session. Similarly, Block rallied 10.7% after posting a strong third quarter result after the close of the previous session. For the week, the Dow gained just over 5%, logging its best weekly rise since October 2022. The S&P 500 gained 5.9%, and the Nasdaq jumped 6.6%, with Apple up 5%, logging its best week since the week ended the 1st of September. Amazon gained eight and a half percent, settling with its largest weekly climb since the 17th of March. Meanwhile, all of Google parent Alphabet, Meta Platforms, Nvidia Corp, and Tesla snapped three-week losing streaks. Both the S&P 500 and Nasdaq recorded their best weekly gains since November 2022. The Russell 2000 index logging its best weekly performance since February 2021. The last two months of the year have tended to be a strong stretch for stocks, with the S&P 500 rising an average of 3%, according to data from CFRA Research. The best two weeks of the year for the index, during which the S&P 500 has risen an average of 2.2%, kicked off on the 22nd of October, according to separate data from Carson Investment Research. In U.S. economic data on Friday, the non-farm payrolls report for October recorded the creation of 150,000 jobs, less than economists' forecast for the addition of 178,000 non-farm payrolls and the downwardly revised increase of 297,000 in September. August's employment data was also revised lower. The unemployment rate ticked 0.1 percent percent higher to 3.9% against economists' forecast for an unchanged reading. The report also noted that wage growth is starting to weaken, with average hourly wages increasing by $0.07, cents or 0.2%, of less than the 0.3% increase forecast by economists. Over the past 12 months, average hourly earnings have increased by 4.1%, the lowest since mid-2021. Meanwhile, the Institute of Supply Management's Services Purchasing Managers Index fell to a five-month low of 51.8% in October, down from 53.6% in September, and below Economist's forecast for a reading of 53%. In US corporate earnings, Warren Buffett's investment vehicle, Berkshire Hathaway, reported its third quarter result on Saturday, recording a fresh record cash pile of $157.2 billion, up from 147.4 dollars at the end of the second quarter. The company also posted a deeper overall net loss due to weakness in a number of key share investments, including the company's largest stock investment, Apple, which fell almost 12% last quarter. However, operating earnings rose 41% from the same quarter a year earlier to 10.8 billion US dollars. The US corporate earnings calendar this week sees 55 S&P 500 companies report quarterly results, including one Dow component, namely Walt Disney Corp, on Wednesday night. Analysts expect earnings growth of 5.7% for S&P 500 companies in the third quarter, with over 81% of the 403 companies in the Benchmark Index that have reported profits so far having exceeded estimates, according to LSEG data. European Bourses settled with modest gains on Friday, with gains for the retail sector up 1.7%, lifting the Pan-European Stock 600 Index 0.2%. That gain, despite competing selling pressure in the oil and gas sector, which was down 2.2%. Germany's DAX gained 0.3%. BMW rose just over 2% after the automaker reiterated full-year targets. France's CAC slipped 0.2%. Societe Generale rising 0.9%. Despite the French retail bank reporting a larger-than-expected 6.2% decline in group revenue, net profit declined almost 80% from a year earlier, following a series of previously flagged charges. In broader stock moves, AP Mollermiersk tumbled 12.7% after the Danish shipping giant got it for the lower end of its targeted full-year ranges. CEO Vincent Clerk said, Our industry is facing a new normal with subdued demand, prices back in line with historical levels and inflationary pressures on our cost base. The company also flagged some significant job cuts. In Eurozone economic data, the Eurozone unemployment rate unexpectedly increased to 6.5% in September, from 6.4% in August, and against Economist's forecasts for no change. It's a busy Eurozone corporate calendar this week, with a number of investment banks slated to release results, including UBS with its third quarter result on Tuesday night, and ABN AMRO and Commerce Bank releasing their third quarter results on Wednesday night. London's FTSE 100 lost 0.4%, but still logged a weekly rise of 1.7%, with energy majors tracking the latest falls on crude markets. Shell shed 4.2%, unwinding much of the previous session's 4.4% gain, following the Energy Major's third quarter result that included the launch of a fresh US$3.5 billion share buyback program. BP lost 1.8%. However, BT Group rallied 5.7% on Friday, continuing to push higher following the release of the telco's first-half result last Thursday. Ryanair Holdings rose 1.8% ahead of the release of the budget airline's first-half result tonight. Base metals advanced across the board on Friday, copper adding 0.4% to be trading just shy of $3.71 a pound. Nickel gained 1.4%, aluminium up 1.2% and zinc with a 1.9% gain. Benchmark spot iron ore added $0.45 or 0.4% to $122.85 a metric ton, extending the key steelmaking ingredients weekly gain to 2.6%. Gold futures edged $0.60 higher to $1,999.20 an ounce settling little changed on the week all prices retreated on friday wti down a 95 or 2.4 percent to eighty fifty-one a barrel blocking a weekly drop of 5.9 percent brent lost a or 2.3 percent to 84.89 a barrel settling with a weekly decline of 4.8 percent on bond markets us 10-year treasury yields fell 11 basis points to a more than one month low of 4.56 percent also logging their biggest weekly decline in yield since the 17th of March. The two-year note yield dropped almost 15 basis points to 4.83%, marking the lowest yield settlement for the short-dated maturity since the 10th of August and extending its weekly decline in yield to just over 18 basis points. Traders are now pricing in a near 95% chance that the US Central Bank leaves benchmark interest rates unchanged at the conclusion of their monetary policy meeting on the 13th of December, That compares to an 80% chance before the latest jobs data, according to the CME FedWatch tool. The week ahead sees the Reserve Bank of Australia announce its latest interest rate decision on Tuesday, with markets pricing a near 60% chance of a 25 basis point interest rate hike to 4.35%, following the hotter than expected third quarter inflation print late last month. China balance of trade figures were also released on Tuesday, followed by China inflation figures on Thursday. And the Australian dollar climbed over 1% on Friday to be up over 2% for the week, buying around 65.1 US cents this morning. The TDMI inflation gauge for October and the ANZ Indeed job ad series for October headlines today's Australian economic calendar. This is general advice only, and we have not considered your needs or objectives.